Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Justin Jefferson and Devontae Adams will not be traded. This coming from both organizations who have been fighting through smoke season, rumor mills, and a bunch of people reporting everything they can under the sun to try and get clicks. And some people point at me and say, Smitty, you do the same thing. I go live when news breaks and I don't confirm or deny it necessarily. Sometimes I go live to tear down a piece of news. So there's a big difference between trying to spread rumors that I'm creating and concocting myself and going live on something to tell you whether I think it's true or not. So get your facts straight, Bob, in the chat. But Smitty, you're constantly trying to... No, I'm not, Bob. No, I'm not, because we do it live. And we're doing it live right now. Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. show begins right now. File on in a lot of news to discuss. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. JJ will not be traded Devontae Adams will not be traded. Let's talk about J.J. first, and we'll put these pieces of news on screen. J.J., uh, the word coming out of of Minnesota is not something that has once crossed my mind, according to the GM himself. Uh, other reports by retweeted by Fowler and Shefty and the boys saying a lot of the stuff he has heard about Justin Jefferson's contract negotiation is completely false. So contract, contractual-wise, uh, uh, trade-wise, all that stuff is being fabricated, smoke getting kicked up in the air. And, you know, people just like to spread rumors right now. now. We've talked about it. We've come on the show. I'm not suggesting I don't come on here and go, where could JJ go? Where could... That's totally different. Like, Bob in the, in the comments and, and keyboard Clifford... In the comments, like, just constantly saying, Smitty, you're the one spreading. I ain't spreading nothing, Bob. I report on the news. I translate the news. I tell you whether I think the news that's coming out is good or bad. The the the, the thing someone needs to understand about my show is if I'm getting 10,000 messages, and I'm exaggerating a little bit, hundreds of messages about one topic, clearly you guys want to know my take. And I go live on it. And a lot of times I shoot down what we're talking about. And, and J.J. was in a lot of smoke 
and mirrors type rumors and it needed to be talked about. Where could he go? What would the price be? But every time we talked about it, I said, I don't think they're trading him. They're not going to trade him. Why would they trade him? I said, there's arguments where you'd say something like, okay, as an organization, if you're the Minnesota Vikings and you could get some sort of draft move up on top of swapping, you know, and getting this 11 pick into a Marvin Harrison Jr. And if you think Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be as good as Justin Jefferson, and he could be then it's not crazy for an organization to contemplate saying, well, if we're letting Cousins go, we're restarting, we're going to have to pay the bag to Justin Jefferson, and we could get MHJ on a rookie deal, then it's something you consider if the the exchange could happen, and then you get something that can significantly help you build. But at the end of the day, we came in saying, this ain't going to happen, folks. It's just not going to. Now, this this is something that, that I think, you know, Devontae Adams probably at one point wanted out of LV, no doubt about it, but he loves Antonio Pierce. He said he'd go through a brick wall for him. Um, he made sure that they brought him in as head coach. Um, this whole team was about to boycott and say, we're not going to, you know, essentially almost play football if you don't have Antonio Pierce as his head coach. So, it, you know, it, it was kind of writing on the wall that this this marriage between Antonio Pierce, Devontae Adams, and, and even Jacobson to some degree. Like, I think we'll want to return if they give him the right deal. And remember that the Raiders staff that didn't give Jacobs this extension last season, this is Antonio Pierce now. Pierce is now there to say, you know what? I want to give you the extension. If it was up to me, I would have given it to you. If it was in my control, I would have given it to you. Maybe he brings him back. It wouldn't be crazy if Jacobs wanted to return to this building up type of, of feel they got going on in LV and especially Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. If they get a quarterback, a signal caller, like even, even as low as Russell Wilson, but that's the lowest I would go, I, I consider Panks Jr., I consider Bo Nix, I consider Kirk Cousins, all those fields in play for the Raiders. I think they get one of those bigger options. I'm not, I don't think they're resorting to something a lot lower than that. I think they're going to swing big. They know Devontae Adams is on a, a short you know, leash or shelf life. Uh, Devontae Adams has maybe the one year before he starts showing signs of, of real decline and getting injured. Uh, at least one year, maybe a year and a half, I think he can, he can pull through. Uh, but Raiders GM uh, dis- discussing this has no plans to trade wide receiver Devontae Adams this offseason. He's a Raider. Uh, the- these these GMs shutting down these rumors. And, and on this note, so let's just close the door on that. We don't even need to dis- discuss it anymore. These guys are not available for trade. But when people say to me, hey, Smitty, 
Hey, Smitty. Um, I really think the, the Bears are just kind of bluffing to try and up the value of the one pick by pretending that they may or may not trade it. They could trade it. They don't trade it. There's a lot of strategy involved. Let me tell you something. That's crap. That's crap. Even if they're doing it, that's crap. And I don't think they're doing it. I think they very much want to trade Justin Fields. This whole we may or may not trade Fields depends on the offers that come in. Everyone says they want to up the value of the pick. Let me tell you something. Do you, do you think that these teams could toy around with the idea of saying, hey, Adams is available for the right price, Jefferson's available for the right price? Like, do you think these teams would even test that relationship? No, because you're you're putting a fracture between you and this player. You're fracturing the foundation of the relationship when you tell this player you're worth putting out there as a potential trade piece so he can gain something. I'm willing to compromise my public belief in you to gain something. And if Ryan Poles, who I don't think is that good of a GM, everybody keeps saying how great of a trade he made, he passed on C.J. Stroud. You could say he wouldn't have been one. Doesn't matter. He passed on C.J. Stroud. And he might, maybe, if you're, you're suggesting pass on the number one overall quarterback again, I don't think he's going to make that mistake again, although he, he, he may. He may. But everybody that says Ryan Poles is so great, this and that... If he's going to keep Justin Fields, he's fracturing the relationship between Justin Fields and the organization by not confidently backing him and trying to use him as collateral damage to try and up the value of a draft pick. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Not to mention, you don't even know if it's going to up the value of it. So, if Ryan Poles' bright idea is to pretend he wants to trade Fields fracture the relationship, not publicly support him, it's crap. And if he trades him, it's a big mistake as well. I don't think this thing works out. I don't think it works. Caleb, to me, in Chicago, specifically with Shane Waldron, I don't think works out. And I don't like the way this is being handled. If they want to keep Fields, they better not, they better not keep Fields because of the way they're treating him in this whole process. You do not do that to your quarterback. If he's your quarterback, you stand behind him. You don't compromise your public belief and support for him to try and up a little bit of value in your trade your trade avenues. I think it's crap. I think it's crap. And that that's uh that's this piece of news kind of in a nutshell, I think right here. Bears GM Ryan Pohl says he hasn't had any big time conversations with teams about possibly trading out of the number one pick, but a lot of clubs have checked in and to take the temperature uh, says that it would have to help our organization significantly to trade out of the pick. It's, it's just, look, I know, I know it's smoke and mirrors. And if you've decided you're a hundred percent moving on from Justin Fields, then it makes sense that you're not damaging or fracturing the relationship. But for any of you that say, it, but but even then, he's making a mistake because you could have Marvin Harrison Jr. in fields instead of getting Caleb Williams. I, I don't understand that at all. It's a bad move. But if he, if he doesn't, for those that say fields is staying, explain to me why he's compromising his rapport with his quarterback. Explain that to me. To gain trade value? Who knows if it works? Who knows if it works? Uh, there's that news. Um, we got a super chat that came in from Matt. Matt, appreciate you. One QB, uh, one QB league 
Deshaun Watson plus a 26 second for feet. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Fields in a third. I, I, I take Fields, bro. I trust Deshaun Watson very little. Very little. Give me Fields all day. You're talking about second and third rounders. I don't care about those. I, I, I make it happen. Here, here's another. This is, uh, this is another uh, rumor that I, I don't buy into. Minnesota Vikings have discuss, had discussions with the New England Patriots about the third overall pick. It makes sense that the, the Vikings would have the discussion. It would be very disappointing if the New England Patriots traded out of May or JD5. It would be, it, it, if they don't go get Justin Fields, it's, it'd still be equally as disappointing. They trade out of that pick, trade for Justin Fields, and don't use the three on Marvin Harrison Jr. So hopefully this is not true. Um, Patriot fans are probably scared that that's the way they will operate during the NFL draft. Similar to me being f- fearful of the Cardinals screwing up and botching the number four overall pick if Marvin Harrison Jr. is there. I have a little bit of a fear of that, but I think the Cardinals might make the right choice. I think they're on the right track right now. Um, this is the he's he's a Raider. I, I reported on Devontae Adams already. Here's uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, piece Denver Broncos head coach Sean Payton said Tuesday a decision on quarterback Russell Wilson's future will uh, with the team will be within the next two weeks the decision will be laid down um, they're gonna they're gonna try and trade him obviously but who's gonna take on this expensive crazy contract when he's about to become a free agent he's gonna get released and everybody says oh the contract doesn't make sense to release it doesn't matter nobody wants to pay him the amount of money he's gonna be earning, and he's already gone on record, you know, or, or there, there's been reports close to him, uh, close to the situation that have said he's willing to play at a league minimum to get a starting job. Now, the problem with this situation, though, is that he might be a, a post-June cut designation because if the team cuts him now, they're going to owe the entirety of this whatever the hell it is. I think it's like 80-something million dollar dead cap hit if they cut him before the June deadline, if they wait till after and designate him a post-June 1 uh, release, then Russell Wilson, they take a hit. The Denver Broncos take a 30-something million dollar hit in 2024 and then a 50-something million dollar hit in 2025 and spread it out over two years. It's probably one of the worst contracts that the NFL has seen in quite some time given the dead cap. This is a dead cap that you just don't take on as an organization. If anything, it kind of makes me think that Sean Payton doesn't know what he's doing anymore because how is he going to find, even though Russell Wilson is not the best quarterback in the NFL, how is he going to find a better quarterback unless he trades up to get JD5 or May? Um, maybe he, they just draft Penix Jr. anyway. Like, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. The Denver Broncos are sitting at the 12 overall pick. If, if it was me, I'd keep Russell Wilson, not take the huge cap hit. I know they saved some money for 2024 to spend, but draft Penix Jr. or draft, you know, Bo Nix, figure it out. But for him to just be, this is an awful contract. This is an awful decision at the end of the day for me, looking at this thing from a, a top level view vantage point, is that you're cutting a man 
that you just gave a big contract to, and during the season last year, you asked him to take a seat on the bench if he would renegotiate his injury clause because you were afraid, what if you go out and get hurt and we're going to owe you a boatload of money walking into the, the 2024 offseason? Just a dumb way to, to operate, and I don't know that I believe that the Denver Broncos have the ability to turn this thing around anytime soon. This all feels very, very chaotic to me. It feels very Mickey Mouse. It feels very, very, uh, uh, I don't know, disorganized. And, and the fact that Sean Payton misused Javante Williams all, off, all in-season long after an amazing off-season makes me question whether Sean Payton really does have what it takes anymore. I, I don't know that he does. I'm, I'm very pessimistic about Denver walking into next year, especially with this situation and the way it's going about. But here's the problem. If he's a post-June cut, a lot of teams are going to make their decision about their quarterback and have to go the route of the rookie draft, have to go the route of signing another quarterback before all the quarterbacks fly off the board. And they have to be scared, right? If I, if I, What if I don't win Rus Russell Wilson sweepstakes? Then what do I do? We can't just go in without a quarterback. So everyone's going to make and make decisions and fill their holes. And he's going to be a post-June 1 release. So we'll see what happens on that. But uh, Russell Wilson most certainly is not going to be in Denver. They didn't want him in Denver during the season. What makes anybody think he's staying? It's ridiculous. Geno Smith, Seahawks general manager, uh, speaking on this one. QB, Geno Smith is a starter until he's not. <laughs> Which is not what you... That is not instilling confidence in your quarterback. And that's why your boy told you from the jump, as soon as Seattle brought in Ryan Grubb, the offensive coordinator from Washington this past season. The offensive coordinator of who? Michael Penix Jr. Michael Penix Jr. and Ryan Grubb just worked together. Offensive coordinator, quarterback. Kind of ironic that Penix Jr. is going to have a draft value around this territory. I, th I think especially after he throws and work, it works out and, and you know proves himself in tests. You know They're going to look at his health and all that. And once he passes those with flying colors, and I think he will... Uh, the Seahawks are going to take a gamble on him. And th this news report here lets you know that he won't be starting ha more than half the season. Uh, it's going to be Pen the Penix Jr. show. That's my prediction anyway, and, and I love it. I love getting Grubb and, and Penix Jr. together and, and trying to develop the Seattle Seahawks situation. Because Penix Jr., I don't know if anybody knows, but Penix Jr. made Roma Dunze a freaking moon man extraordinaire. The moon man. Dropping loads in outer space. Both Moon Man extraordinaires. Space monsters. Space monsters, indeed. Mike Evans, a report uh, the the Bucks are moving towards re-signing Mike Evans. It does feel like something that will eventually happen. I think he wants to be with Baker Mayfield, but money talks, so it depends on what he's gonna, you know, see. In terms of getting a bag. He's older though. So it may, teams might be apprehensive about giving him a long-term deal. Maybe the Bucks can give him something better up front. You know, desperation money. Give him that FU money that he can use for, for a year. Uh, T. Higgins. Um, no plans to trade T. Higgins. According to this report. The Bengals have no plans to trade him. That means that he would be franchise tagged and traded, right? Um, he's been tagged. He's playing at the, the 20... Uh, 21.8 million, I believe, for wide receivers, and uh, he will not be traded, he'll not be tagged and traded. Um, so he'll be playing, he'll either sign a new contract. Um, I don't know that he will, he may, he may, he may kind of fold and say, My market's not what I thought, 
But, you know, he wants top five wide receiver money. He's not going to get that. At least he shouldn't get that. If the Bengals give him that money, they're crazy. This uh, situation is kind of a nice uh, breath of fresh air. Jonu Smith is out of Atlanta. Um, he was kind of a hindrance and in the way, kind of a, a, a disruption, a hurdle for Kyle Pitts. This is great news for Kyle Pitts. I'm glad that Jonu's gone, to be honest with you. He's a decent ad for a team that needs a ba- you know backup slash rotational tight end but we we don't want him standing in the way uh, of that Kyle Pitts situation so all good news for the most part um you know it's good to know what's going on with Justin Jefferson it's good to know that the Vikings are going to be in hot pursuit of a quarterback they still very much a report came out today they still very much the Vikings want to bring back Kirk Cousins um that's still in their plans they hope to get it done they said they could get it done um, these are different reports. Uh, there are reports all over the place. Kirk Cousins is going and testing the market, though. He's probably feeling a lot like Fields feels, you know. Fields feels second choice right now. And that's, uh, again, a very toxic relationship between an organization that failed Fields, bring in a, an OC that I think will fail Fields. And no matter what way this thing goes in Chicago, I don't think it ends well, which is why it sounds hypocritical hypocritical for me to say that if Ryan Poles trades fields, he's making a mistake, but if he keeps him, he'll fail him. So at the end of the day, it's a catch-22. It's The reason I think he'll fail him is his inability to recognize what he needs to do offensive coordinator-wise, to bring in Shane Waldron, who is not bad, but he's not great. He's not a magician. He's not a, a, a absolute QB, you know, uh, uh, like reshaping artist. Like, how is he going to reshape this for Fields? He's got to repair a lot. And, and they should have brought in Kingsbury, somebody that knows how to work with quarterbacks better than anybody. But they didn't. And so if they keep Fields, they're going to ruin him. If they trade them away, they show they don't know the value of things because you could have had Fields, a, a Kingsbury, and a Marvin Harrison Jr. That I would have got on board. I'm not a Bears hater at all. I loved the Bears last year. I thought the Bears would do well. And this isn't a, a, a revenge move on my part to say, well, they failed me, so I'm going to be against them. I don't play that game. I'm very unbiased. Anybody that really, truly knows me, some people think I, I dig my heels in on certain things. I don't. I don't. I'm adjust and adapt mentality always have been we talked mad crap about Alvin Kamara during the height of his off the field issues and we flipped that script so quickly when he started falling to the seven eight nine round range on underdog fantasy promo code smitty by the way underdog links in the description uh link I'm going to drop in the live chat right now if you sign up now you won't be scrambling later to get into drafts we'll be drafting during the graveyard shifts a lot so hit that link I just dropped it in the live chat right this very second it's in the description of every video, including this one. But on underdog, we see Kamara go in the seven, eight, nine rounds. Immediately became one of the best values in fantasy football. That's the way you have to approach fantasy football. You can't dig your heels in. You can't be stubborn. You can't look at things with a biased lens as much as possible. You have to try and be objective. And 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 if the if if the Bears have brought in Kingsbury kept and they keep fields and they draft Marvin Harrison Jr. at one even and show the balls to do it, I would be on board. I would have been on board. Now, if they draft Marvin Harrison at one keep fields, let's say, in a fairy tale world, I, I'm still going to be excited. I don't know. I, I would be excited for it. I, I might come around a little bit on it. I just don't think Waldron's the guy. But I think Fields and Marvin Harrison Jr. are too hard to pass up. I will like that combination. I will circle back in and tell you 
I, I'm a fan of this combo. I wish it was different. I wish the tripod was different. I, w I wish the, the OC part of the tripod was different. But the Fields Marvin Harrison portion, the two endpoints of this triangle, are so strong, maybe they hold Waldron up. So all of it depends on you know what happens in the draft landing spots and all landing spots are everything um dial on in call into the show call, call, call into the show dial on in dial on in dial on in um lots of lots of news today we covered it pretty quickly. We covered it in 22 minutes. By the way, I had that Lou Molinari's pizza last night. I had, I had the, the leftovers today. My stomach felt like it shrunk, so I couldn't eat the whole pie last night. And even my stomach started cramping up as soon as I ate, which I was fine. I mean, it didn't cramp that long, but I was eating, and I was like, oh! Like, it was it was crazy. My, my body was like, what are you doing? You're putting food in your system. But I, I made it about 50 hours or so. Ate the pizza pie. Today, I ate, you know... I ate the, the leftovers of it, um, and uh, I, I went, uh, so far I've walked 7,700 steps, and uh, I ran, I, actually I ran half of that, I ran about, a, I don't know, I ran about a mi two miles, a mile and a half, two miles, and then uh, I walked the rest of it, whatever that ends, ends up equaling. Um, I got my car, I got these blacked out emblems on my vehicle. When I purchased my vehicle, I, I negotiated that in. So I had to bring it back into the dealer. The dealer is about two miles down the road. So I, I ran, or I ran home, dropped it off, ran home, waited all day. And then before the show ran back and, uh, walked, walked home, ran back. And, uh, and so I got, I got a majority of my steps in already, but tonight I'm going to go about five, six, seven thousand steps. I think maybe at least five. But I'm I'm flirting between thirteen hundred and and uh, thirteen sorry thirteen thousand and fifteen thousand steps a day, and I think that mix with the fast that I did will kickstart me into a very very good rhythm. And I weighed myself after the Lumal and Nadis. I'm at the same weight, so that's great. If Fields traded, I hope he goes to Atlanta. Of course, Atlanta's the number one landing spot for for Justin Fields. I mean, really, Miami Dolphins would be, but they're not in play. Seattle would also be phenomenal. Um, but Atlanta's probably the best spot. Probably the best spot for Justin Fields. Leave it on the fields. Just in time. Fields of dreams. Fields like making love. Outstanding in his fields. Fields so good. Fields general. My fields good. Uneven playing fields. Battlefields tested. Fields. Fields. He's for reals. Uh, uh. <laughs> I do think, um, yeah, so question here is a good question, but who is the best between Fields, JD5, and May? I think they're all really arguable. Depends on the situation. I think May could be really good in the right spot. I also think, you know, JD5 will be good anywhere. So JD5 is my number one of the three. I think Drake May in the right spot could be better than Fields. I think Drake May in the wrong spot could be yeah, you know, what we've kind of seen from Herbert the last handful of years. Drake May and Herbert, they play like each other, and they kind of, in my opinion, mirror each other. I don't think they're perfect for every system. And I think JD5, you build a, you build the system. He is the system. So he'll be good anywhere because he is the system. Lamar Jackson is the system. Uh, Jalen Hurts is the system. AR5 is the system. 
But with a guy like May, if you put him in the wrong situation, look what Herbert's been. Herbert hasn't been what he's supposed to be. You know, I said it going into last year. And I granted, I, I, I said T-Law would be good. And T-Law was like spoiled milk. But but I, I didn't believe Herbert had what he needed yet. And Herbert has definitely, you know, failed to produce. Not that he's not elite. He's elite capable. But I think May is like that. But May in the right spot could be the second best quarterback in this draft. Um, I, I, I really believe that. I think he really could be. I think Penix Jr. could be the second best quarterback in the draft. I think Bo Nix could be the second best quarterback in this draft. The, the common theme here is landing spot. Landing spot is king. Situation is king. It's got to be the right spot. Um, dial in, dial in, dial in. Seattle could give up Lockett in a trade. Lockett's probably getting cut. So I don't think Lockett's getting traded, my boy. Lockett is a cap casualty likelihood. Especially at his age. He's uh, like 95 years old. So expect Lockett to be traded. Or I mean to be released, not traded. You never know though. You never know, Dean. Uh, I love Herbert on the Pats. Yeah, I would too. Right now, Fields is the best QB, says Matto. Matto made it to, I think, 72 hours. <laughs> so congratulations, Matto. Matto to the moon. Granted, he said he wasn't walking or doing some of the calorie burning but like to just do that in general is tough so Matto completed it 72 hours congrats Matto <clears throat> way to go pal way to go the Bears the Bears trade back to Atlanta I want picks plus London let me just tell you something Jesus you're not getting Drake London you're not getting Drake London they're not giving up Drake London they they would probably much rather trade for Justin Fields than give up Drake London um, I know that's what you'd want. I don't blame you. You're not wrong for over-asking, but you're not getting Drake London. Um, JSN then says Birdman. JSN to the moon if they get a quarterback, you know, other than Geno Smith. If they bring in Penix Jr., JSN to the freaking moon. Penix Jr. to JSN all day long. Penix Jr. to DK all day long. Do it live. Penix Jr. is perfect for Seattle. Plus, they have his OC from Washington sitting there right now. They just hired him. It makes sense. They brought him in, so they're probably bringing in Penix Jr. The writing's probably on the wall. Uh, Maddo says, oh, 65 hours. He went 65 hours. I went about 50. Maddo went about 15 hours over that. That's great, man. Especially you go to bed for one more day. It's really, really hard. Um, nice job, bro. Nice job. If he's traded Atlanta, I'm on board with that. That entire offense would be unstoppable, says Bear. Yeah, uh, Fields to Atlanta would rock. Would absolutely crush. Would love it. 85 of you in here, punch that thumb up button on your way in the door. Please hit the thumb up button now. Subscribe if you're new. Um, 1.8 for Fields then. Hey, Jesus wants to negotiate with me. So here's the thing, Jesus. I got roasted even in my own you know, comments. When I said that Fields would cost a, a first rounder. And I was like, he's not. He's going to cost a third or a second. It's a competitive market. A guy like Fields could easily go for not one of these top picks. And I don't even think the eight straight up. It would be something like an eight moves down to the second round. You know what I mean? It's a big difference to say, we'll give you our second rounder. You give us the eight. We'll give you Fields. That's not like trading the first rounder for Fields. That's a move down. And it's a significant move down, but it's a significant quarterback upgrade. I think when people suggest that Fields can't garner a first-round pick, 
I think they're failing to understand the the market space that's in the, the demand, the market and demand, the supply and demand for an elite quarterback. The demand is huge. This is like one house going on the market in a in a community where you have you know 500 people that want to buy in that neighborhood right then and there. And as soon as that home is listed at four hundred thousand dollars, you have people wanting to pay four fifty because it's the only one. Fields is one of the only guys available that has the elite yep. talent. So Atlanta may have to pay the price. And to be honest with you, if I'm Atlanta, and just like when you buy a card and you get to that negotiation point, you're about to walk out and you're pushing each other and you know you're at the limit. You you push them as far as you can go. You can either turn around and not get the car over maybe just a little bit of wiggle room that you haven't yet given and or you could just you could just surrender and get the vehicle and have the vehicle of your dreams. Atlanta Falcons giving up this eight pick for Fields if they got a second rounder back so it's a move down not a surrender of a first rounder. At the end of the day, I would do it. And at the end of the day, I think the demand between all these other teams here, all these teams need quarterbacks, is so great that that's going to be the cost you're going to have to pay to get it done. And I, and I, the question I'd ask anybody is, yeah, the eight pick is great. It could be neighbors. It could be, probably won't be neighbors, but could be neighbors. Could be a Dunze at least. Could be Bowers oh, if you wanted to go Kyle Pitts and Bowers. I'd do the double tight end. I wouldn't even care. I don't care what anybody says. I'd take Bowers in a millisecond. But Denny, hold on a second. Um, but 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 for anybody to say that this, hold on, Denny, hold on. For anybody to say that the Atlanta, Denny, if I add you to the phone line and I haven't I haven't introduced you yet, you got to stay quiet, or I can't do that. Do you, do you like that privilege? Stop yelling at me. Okay, but but I'm in the. I added you, but you got to know to stay quiet. Okay. The and not, the and, not, and, and you're still yelling at me. Okay. Why are you yelling at me? Okay, hold on, Denny. The number Come eight on. over. Okay, Denny, call back when you're ready. Call back when you're ready. No, no. no, no. Right, yep, 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 yep. You're not listening. Finish him. Call terminated. I, I'm in. I'm in a groove, Denny. I'm trying to explain something. If the number eight overall pick is standing between you and having London. Fields, Kyle Pitts, Bijan, and a defense. And you could address the offensive line in a hundred thousand different ways. You don't have to use the eight pick on it. If you, if the eight pick is really standing in the way of you having fields or no fields, you tell me. At the end of the day, if the if the the competitive market space for fields is more aggressive than you think, then what what do you what's your ex, what's your expectation? How are you going to, you're going to walk in. Yeah, I like Penix Jr. I like Bo Nix. Those are not the end of the world scenarios. I get it. But you give me fields with London, Kyle Pitts, Bijan, the defense. It's worth it to me. It's worth it to me, especially if you can get an offensive lineman in the second round that you feel is actually kind of comparable to the offensive lineman that, that's at 8, 9, 15, 20. So you've got to really look at what you're truly getting. Denny, now you're live. And then, and then Marsman rock out, or sorry, Marsman not, Travis, go ahead, Denny. No, I'm not comfortable, uh, you know, talking about how I feel. Um, okay. Let me just no, no, Smitty. Let me just, you know what I mean? Because I, I obviously I just made you mad. Yeah, Denny, I'm not mad. I just have to. I have to run. A, uh, I'm running a business, <laughs> so, so I have to just kind of bob and weave. But I'm never mad at you, bro. Never mad at you, ever. Ever sure. zero zero percent. 
Syrup is, it's just, I got to move on. You, when you're not listening, I got to move on. And then, then we bounce back. We bounce right back. You come in, we bro fist it out. We're good. Well, sometimes I'm not, you know, you I'm, know, sometimes I just want to say hi. You I'm know, never mad at you, Denny. I'm never woman. mad at you. But if you want the, the blanket, hey, let's add this person in the middle of me speaking, you know, type of situation, you got to be able to recognize it. That's all I'm saying. Okay, Denny, what can I do for uh, you, young man? What can I do for uh, you? What can I do for I you? I just need to know who's zipping it. I, okay, uh, Smitty, uh, great to talk to you. You know, I'm a, I'm a Patriots fan. And why wouldn't I be? It's just where I'm from. And so if you have the number three pick... Yeah. What are you doing, Smith? You know, like, uh, like, what are you doing? Can I tell you exactly how to? Can I tell you how to win a championship in two calendar years? I'll tell you. You ready? Okay. You draft Marvin Harrison Jr. at number three overall, and you trade. You trade for and you trade for Justin Fields. Smith, that's huge. What you're saying right now is huge. You know what I mean? You act like, oh, we, we do that in the... Smith, do you know where we're at in Boston with the QB in uh, New England? Okay, so, Smitty, I'm just saying, what did you just say? Do you understand that the whole world is going to hate if, 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 if we don't get a QB? Do, what do you mean? I don't think, I don't think he's understanding what I'm saying. Denny, I just, I just mapped it out for you. I just, I just told you blat- I just told you blatantly the quarterback you'd be getting. You trade for Justin Fields, and you draft Marvin, and you draft Marvin Harrison Jr. at number three, and you win a championship potential. At least you go you go to the Final Four. Yeah. Oh, now it sounds good. Now you open it up the ear the ears there, Denny. All right, hey, hold on one second, Denny. Let's go to Travis real quick. Travis, go ahead. Hey, Travis, how you doing? What's up, Denny? Ah, chill. We're in Boston area. Quincy. Oh, Quincy. I'm on the Cape. Oh, you down uh, down Cape Cod? Hey, let's guys. Hey, guys. No offense. No one cares about that right now. We got to talk Justin Fields. Okay, so hold hold on, Denny. Uh, yeah. Hey, hey. Yeah, I got to keep the show moving. I got to keep the show moving. I can't have a show for two people. Uh, Tra- Travis, what what are your thoughts about this? All this news today, and specifically New England, and what Denny's asking, like. You take JD five or May if you don't get Justin Fields. Like that's the only yeah. option, right? If you're talking about having the three overall pick, your only options if you're New England, like there's rumors, like I said, about talking with Minnesota about trading down. That would be a kick to the nutsack to every New England Patriot fan. And I think like a Cardinal fan, we I kind of fear the same thing with the four. I feel like the Cardinals will have Marvin Harrison Jr. and they'll trade the pick. Or something, but they have to take JD five. They have to take Daddy. How do you feel about it, Travis? Finish him. You have to. You have to get 
85 or Drake Tur- That's it. Like, they, they've been talking on the radio about play it safe and trade back and take a lineman and figure out quarterback later. And that's all. It's stupid. You only get the number three pick every, you know, how many, every so many years. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's either gonna it's either gonna be JD five May or Fields. You could say Russ Wilson. Like if you could get me Russell Wilson, but that's the problem is you won't know that you can't even go down that dangerous road. I guess you could. It'd be very dangerous, but dangerous Russ. You could go down that road of waiting on Russ Wilson, but in drafting Marvin Harrison Jr., which would be a, an amazing move, I think. But at the end of the day, if I if I'm New England, I look at this more long term. I don't know that Russell Wilson is long term. New England needs this opportunity. You've been staring this opportunity in the face uh, for for months now, and if you're going to botch it by not getting Fields, May, or J85, it's it's a it's an L. It's an L. It's got to be one of those three players. And I'm not saying you trade. I'm not saying you trade three for Fields. I'm just saying your quarterback from this draft has has after the draft is over, you either have to have Fields on your team via trade, and then draft Marvin Harrison Jr., or you're drafting JD Five or May. That's it. There's only three options, or it's an L. Can someone get me? Go ahead, Travis. No way, no way, Caleb. No way, Caleb Williams falls like out of the top two picks. No, no so way. I w- like if, 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 if he fell and say, say, say JD5 and Drake may jump ahead of him, do you, would you, the Patriots just take Caleb Williams? Yeah, they yeah, would. They would. I, I wouldn't say there's no way because what if something comes out about him? You know, like I said, nobody attended his birthday right. party like, like Bo Callahan. Like something big, though, something bigger than that comes out. It, it's... Yeah. Anything can anything can derail anybody. He could he could fail the test that they take. He could he could uh, he could go out and just look awful throwing the football. And then he's got to do a second pro day, and he doesn't even like up his you know his value on that. Like anything can happen. I mean, JD Five is going to look like Lamar, and I believe he climbs half the leagues in the NFL will have him as their number one QB. I just think Chicago doesn't want to go the route of another. JD five slash field slash Lamar Jackson. I, I think Caleb's a little bit more Aaron Rodgers than he is Lamar. Yeah, he he just I don't know that he'll become Aaron Rodgers, but he has that style. He can scramble. He can, you know, uh, he can scramble better than a Rod. But I'm just saying he's got that like that move around run to the run to the sideline and still throw the football you know downfield like a, like Caleb's got skills for sure but there's a lot of question marks all right Den- when he's not talking to his mother okay what Denny he's got skills I like him. Travis hey Travis is me I'm I, I'm like 20 miles away from you right now but both in Massachusetts Got it, buddy. Here's my, Definitely. you know what? Here's my pick. You want to hear my pick? Yeah. Let's, hear, let's hear it, Denny. Let's hear it. You want to rip it? And I hope you, you know what? Give me Drake May. Give me Drake May. He's a big boy. He's like, yeah, he's staying in the I, I like him. I like him. You give him a receiver like, um, you know, maybe, maybe even Ridley. 
You know, I, I just I don't think I don't think you're winning a Super Bowl with May and Ridley. So Ridley's a stopgap measure to help develop May. But you know, if you got May, the only the only dilemma is like, can you get aggressive and pair him with a Dunze somehow? Like, can you trade a future first rounder, move a second rounder up, and get a Dunze? That's what I'd be doing. You know, then all of a sudden, she'll be sitting there. May will be sitting there at three. And, uh, you Maybe. know, I'm not a big fan of the new coach to take the truth out. Uh, Mayo, all right, I don't, I see what's happening. And we're just in the same wheelhouse where we need to get away from uh, everyone's comfort zone. But, oh, yeah, oh, this is Mayo. You know, he looks like the bad guy in every every movie I've seen. And I... <laughs> Yeah, he was all right to rob me up. Do we need? Uh-huh. Give me a big Makes sense, QB Danny. that can zip it. Like, like, listen, I took a couple passes from Smitty. Mm-hmm. The, it shifted in my chest. I, I couldn't even catch it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm poolside. He's zipping it. And I can't. Dude, I can't stand people that can't catch passes. They're the worst. And, uh, all right. Uh, hang tight, hang tight, Denny. So yeah, great, Scott. Right. This would be the the perfect formula. Like I, I don't, as I said earlier, Drake May could be the he could be the first or second best quarterback in this draft class if he went to the right ideal situation. But New England is in a is in an L. It isn't a failure. He won't bust in New England. I truly believe he won't yeah. bust in New England. Yeah. But he won't develop very quickly. Hold on, Denny. He won't okay, develop. Okay. Ver- Denny, I. I I can't, I can't today, Denny. Okay, I got to get through some of this stuff. Um, he won't develop in New England. He'll, he'll look like Herbert, I think, as I was saying earlier, like Caleb in a way. Like he'll look like Herbert if Drake May is in New England. You'll know he's good. You'll love him. He'll be developing, but not fast enough. You'll be saying, "What are we doing wrong? We know he's the guy." No one, no one doesn't think Herbert. No one thinks Herbert's bad. No one thinks Herbert is gonna fail. Everyone knows Herbert's elite, but he has not been able to get it tapped into yet. And so the the same thing if 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 May goes to New England and you got Pop Douglas as his top wide receiver, it's it's just going to be a slow process, and it's going to be until the next draft class, until the next until you get an Adunze in there. You might as well do it everything everything in your power to trade up and get Adunze or Neighbors or even Bowers one of the three guys with May, and then all of a sudden May becomes potentially not only one of the best quarterbacks in this draft class, but he'll develop really, really, really fast. Um, one, one second, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add this caller real quickly. A 913 caller, who is this and where are you calling from? Nine, 913 caller, who is this, where are you calling from? Hey, this is Philly. I'm uh, from uh, South Dakota, <laughs> and I think Drake May is the best. Thanks, thanks. Uh, is your name uh, Danielia? Danielia. <laughs> Hi, Danielia. Uh, well, go ahead, Travis. Uh, go, go ahead, Travis. I tried to add him, but it won't work. Go ahead. My bad. I'm sorry. Um, oh, you're good, Danny. Um, hey, what's up, bro? I was just gonna say. They, they could move up into the uh, back into the first, too, because they have the number 34 pick. So you could easily 
put that with a first how, rounder or something. And how get, high? Get him back into the top twenty. Uh, top how, how high could a how high 20. could a how high could a thirty four and a future first get you? Do you think? You think chat, you the, like chat, drop like that. The, I would say in the like 16, 17, 18, depending on the team. You think like New Orleans would give up the fourteen for the thirty four and a future first? I I think he could. I, I'm not saying they could get into like the top ten or twelve or anything, but into the like fifteen or fourteen, I guess, with them maybe. You might have to throw in a sweetener or something. Yeah, guys, but it would be worth it. It'd in the chat, it. drop how high you think the 34 and a future first would move that 34 up. Where? How high could the New England Patriots get? Uh, De- uh, Danielle, is De- Danielle still on the phone? Oh, is that what you're calling me now? Well, that's I what, what you're doing. I thought I thought okay. you were I thought you were uh, another caller. You, the way you were speaking earlier. Oh, so you're calling Denny Danielle? That, well, Den- that Danielle, Danielle was on the phone a second ago. She called in and... Uh, De- Denny, where... Who, what do you want the New England Patriots to do? This is the last question, Denny, that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go because I'm going to be getting off here in a little bit. All right, fine. I want him to... Uh, I want him to just uh, sit back on QB at three... And no matter what happens, let's take who's there at uh, QB, and let's not go. Uh, you're an idiot to uh, wait for uh, that kid's son, man. He's something else, though. He's a hell of a uh, wide receiver. No, I know that guy a lot. What guy? Uh, the guy? Oh, the guy. Did you ever see that documentary of, of his dad? Uh, yeah, I think so. Twenty twenty-five range. Somebody's saying twenty-seven, thirty-four to twenty-seven costs you a first rounder. I think it could get higher than that. I think it'd be in the teens. Yeah, it's a, it's a 30, 34 pick, so you're not going to give up that much more. Yeah, it's like oh, it's almost a first rounder. I would say like oh, I, I would say like 14, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. I think you could get in there. Yeah. But uh, a Dunze won't. A Dunze won't. I don't think a Dunze will be there, though. No, what about like a Brian, Brian Thomas? Yeah. Brian Thomas, Craig May. I, I like that. Like, get in the, the 34, maybe he falls. I don't, I don't know. Hey, you know Can we go? I mean, there's ways to develop, man. Smitty, all right. I'll, you know, I thought we were talking, but so you're talking to someone. Smitty, you know, I love you as always. And, Denny sounds you know, so defeated. Uh, Denny, go, uh, go uh, ahead, Denny. Give us your final thoughts, Denny. Go ahead. Floor is well, yours. I thought I was, and then you, you know, I thought you shut up. You interrupt me excited. all day long. You, that's all you do is interrupt me. So, like, uh, I interrupt you once. I'm sorry. That, yeah, that's my job. You know, I, okay. you know, I went all the way out to Vegas to interrupt I, you. I, well, hey, I, I get, I get it. I appreciate that. Uh, no, but, I, but I mean, I, uh, I, okay. I interrupted you once. Go ahead, Denny. Go ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, I'll take uh, hey, three. Is somebody talking? I'm talking. Is this what I do to you? Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. it is. If I do this to you, okay, yeah, yeah. The, go ahead. Let, let me show you what you do to me. Go ahead. Go go ahead. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is. Ah! Okay, this is how I feel. Ah! Uh, this is 
Dedi There it is. Denny's final thoughts. Amazing. Appreciate you, Denny. I'm going to send you to Saturn for, for, for interrupting you and yelling at you a little bit today. I'm sorry I yelled at you, Denny. I'm never mad at you, but I got sometimes I got to keep the show moving is all, okay? Denny to Saturn. I like how you gave it to me back, so I know how you feel. Mm-hmm. You know what? I know how you feel now, and I hate Denny now. I hate Denny. No, no. We, we don't hate Denny, bro. All right. I appreciate you. All right, appreciate it. Later, Denny. <laughs> Den- All right, bud. Denny to the moon. Later. All right. Uh, Travis, anything else? Um, any other thoughts? What about the, the news today? Anything about about uh, the other pieces of news? Uh, Russell Wilson, uh, the, the the Fields, the Devontae Adams, the JJ, the, the rumors about the Vikings maybe trying to get the New England Patriot number three overall pick, which I think is more rumor than anything, but it wouldn't shock me, though. Yeah. I mean, if if the Patriots or the Redskins, for that matter, trade out, it just commanders, I guess, no trade out. It's um, it just doesn't make sense unless there was some insane Herschel Walker type deal where people are just blowing you away because you know both both these teams. I think Washington is actually set up better than New England, but um, but both these teams have a chance to really kickstart. A rebuild and you know fast forward some things here if they play this draft correctly. Um, yeah. And then on on Russell Wilson, there's going to be I don't know what what would you say four to five teams that he could easily land on and start for easily, right? I mean, yeah, there's yeah. Be demand for him. Yeah, I mean, even when I go, to the, get traded because of the money. But. I mean, when even when I go to the fields board here. You know, the Bears, obviously, because he's on there, that's the top spot of where he's at. But I really think the Falcons, Commanders, Broncos will be in contention. Vikings, maybe, but depends on... Uh, Seahawks, I think, still have this conversation. I don't know if everybody remembers when the Raiders kind of publicly, about maybe three weeks ago, came out and said, you know, O'Connell's our guy. And then, like, literally a week later, they're aggressively going to look at quarterback in the draft. So you, everybody's got to take it with a grain of salt when they hear anything during smoke season in any direction. And the fact that we're hearing Geno Smith is going to start until, you know, what was the, the quote? I had this awful. From the fantasy football show. Wrong button. There's this quote I have here from, it's on Geno. Let me see if I can find it. it, it it's just an awful, um, an awful quote. Where is this at? Here it is. I think this is it. No, it's Russell Wilson. Uh, here it is. So here, here's this uh, the, from the GM, John Schneider. He said, Geno Smith is a starter until he's not. 
Like that, that that should tell you everything. Yeah. And again, I think Penix Jr. is definitely in the cards because of the OC that they now have in Seattle. It's the OC of Penix Jr. Washington. But I think my point being that like the- we might hear that Geno's the guy. They they definitely didn't let him go. They're paying decent money to keep him. But don't think for a second they couldn't grab Fields because again, what what do you do if you're the Seahawks? You don't know if you're getting Fields. You have to have a contingency plan. And Geno would be yeah. one of the best well, backups in the league. And that would be great. You'd feel good about that. About that. Yeah, I mean, let me just say that, I mean, get, they got to give Seattle credit. They've set themselves up perfectly. They can go any direction they want. If they get stuck with Geno, you can get by with them at least. Worst case scenario. And if not, you still get fields. Or if you draft the Penix, you know, you don't have to throw him into the fire right away. I mean, I, I think you probably take the job from him within a few weeks. Even. Yeah. But um, I would say say there was something that they wanted to develop with him. You could sit him for a few weeks and just kind of roll him in there as, as you get confident in him. I would not be opposed to starting him right away either, though. I think everybody, this whole sitting, no. yeah, this whole notion of sitting quarterbacks, it doesn't, with me, it doesn't fly anymore. I think the NFL, is, the, the college game is too close to the NFL game, and you're just wasting time. Right. You're just wasting time. Geno yeah. Smith, if we're all predicting Geno to replace him at some point, why not just put him in? Why not? If, if Geno's going to get yeah. replaced, that means he's going to struggle some. So why not let Penix struggle some, and then by the time you're going to throw him in, he'll already be in, you know, firing on all cylinders. I 100%, 100% would never sit a rookie quarterback, ever. Unless I'm drafting a backup, like like I draft Rattler to be the guy that might might be the guy that replaces Geno, yeah. then of course I would I would draft Rattler in hopes that he becomes the guy by midseason or something like that. But but drafting one of these big-name players, like in the top 15, as a coach, if I was a coach, I would never sit a rookie. I, I think it's that's that's gone. That's gone. <clears throat> yeah, it's moving past that. Um, James is asking, do you think Miami keeps two? And that's something I just keep going back to. Is like, I think they got to go in a different direction. Uh, I think everything would have to fit perfectly for them to win a championship for them. Yeah, I, I, I mean the fact that they the fact that they don't want Fields is, for what we know right now, that could change, could be you know under the radar, but if they don't want Fields, man, I, I don't, I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know how you, I don't know how you wouldn't want Justin Fields if you've got Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Devon Achan. That speed, put that speed into the rest of it. It's so dangerous. It's crazy, but but yeah, Tua. They want to keep Tua. They better have a backup plan. Miami, unfortunately, Miami is going to be a lot like the Jets in twenty twenty four, like the Jets were in twenty twenty three. Because if if Tua goes down, and it's a matter of time before he takes a headshot, because I don't think he, I don't think he's, I don't know, or just plays badly or whatever. But if he gets hurt or takes a headshot and he's out, who's there? They're not winning. They're not win- like unless they maybe right. they draft a Bonix or a Penix Jr. and they they you know they they impress us with that that planning and and the but but the other thing too is it sounds like they want to give Tua an extension and you normally don't do that and take a quarterback in round one so I don't know uh, you know maybe maybe they I, I don't know I think Miami Mike is amazing but he's obviously a little off here he's off on this situation. In my opinion, yeah, 
agree. I don't know why you would. Real quick, and then I'll, I'll, I'll jump on the, the initial reason I called was, um, I think it was Jesus. He was talking about how he'd want something premium, like for fields that they move them and stuff. And I completely understand as a Bears fan that point, but I think a lot of Bears fans might be not overvaluing the player, but overvaluing the situation because. Once the Bears go to move fields, like you discussed, they're already pushing the point where they have to move them. Because how do you talk this way and then pull it back and patch everything up? And I mean, the, the leverage is going to be pushing against them quite a bit, I think. Yeah, it's I pretty. Think that's what ultimately forces the, um, the price down. It's pretty disrespectful to say, oh, at the cost of our relationship with fields, let's pretend like we're going to trade them. Like that, that is like, do you yeah. see anybody else doing that? Like, no, that believes in their quarterback. No. So it, it, I, I when, when someone says, who's your quarterback and you don't say it's Justin Fields, it, you know, they, the least, at least they could say it's Fields and then would you trade out of the pick? We don't know what the future holds, but as of right now, our starting quarterback is Justin Fields and we love him. Like that that should be how you approach it. Even if you're contemplating right. entertaining the offers. If you're such a penny pincher in terms of draft capital, in terms of trade, you know, and you, you don't think that the one's gonna command whatever you want anyway, you think you gotta play a game with the mind of your QB who's already failed and has co- probably confidence problems in Chicago, he probably won't if you get him out. That's why I want him out, so we can start fresh. Mm-hmm. But you you think that's the right approach to to, to getting a higher value for your, your number one overall pick? You're, you, this is why you don't you probably shouldn't be in charge. I, I, I think Poles is... Yeah. If Poles is going to keep fields, he shouldn't be in charge because he just absolutely, I think, kicked him right in the sack. And, and if I'm a quarterback, I want my coach to be like, I don't care about draft capital and trades. I care about my relationship with my quarterback. You ask me if I'm trading fields, we're not trading fields. you know. Or or as of this moment, you could at least say it with, with some sort of like, look, we don't know what the future holds. As of this moment, he's our quarterback, and we absolutely know we can win with him. That's what I would say. If I was entertaining trade offers, yeah. I would say it that way, and that's it. That's That's even a little bit of like a... You're not fully, fully, fully supporting them, but at least you're coming strong and you can respect it. Right. But this is crap. Be like, oh, no, we don't know. We might keep them. We might not. We we like them, but we don't like them. You could, always, you could also say this, that if they're going to trade Fields, they're devaluing Fields' value. If they're saying he's so right. good, but he's that's, our that's guy, now Fields has higher value. But when you say, uh, you know, it depends on the offers, now you've lowered the value of Fields. So if you're trading Fields, you've kicked that right. value in the sack. It's like it's like yeah, no matter come on, no matter which way you look at it, it's, it's like it's bad strategy, bad negotiating tactics. It's stupid. Like you want to keep Fields' value, you want to almost act like you're not trading Fields, make people think, oh, I want. Sometimes that makes people want him more. Like oh, there's a reason they want to hold him. Let's go get him. You know. Whereas if you're just saying, oh, we'll see what happens, we'll see what comes to us. Like, well, they're just gonna throw you out. You know, crappy deals unless unless a big bidding war starts, you're not going to get what you want for. Yeah, what's up, Debolt? You're live, Debolt. The topic, I guess, I guess again, is my uh, 
my number one player in top season, just JF1, the, the, the number one quarterback in this year's draft. <laughs> and uh, I agree with you. The uh, Foles kind of showed his hand today. You know, he kind of showed uh, where they're going to go. And uh, I mean, it's uh, there's a lot of great teams that. I mean, you got to really think about it. He he, he, had, he said his phone phone's blowing up. It never stops ringing. You got all these teams clamoring for fills, and you're questioning if you want to keep them. Like to me, it's a no-brainer. But the Bears don't have brains uh, when it comes to offensive personnel. Defense, they're great. Offense are just horrible. Um, so I believe, yeah, he's gone. They're gonna draft Caleb and. And I kind of hope, uh, you're right, Atlanta said, if they have to get rid of the eight, isn't it worth it? It absolutely is. As oh. much as people want to play these, okay, he's not worth this, his completion percentage was this, Fields did, I don't care about any of that. He was playing in a toxic environment where he's set up to fail. And you give, you give Atlanta this guy, you give Zach Robinson this guy, and and you know it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be glorious to watch. I, I I can't I can't express how much I like Zach Robinson and this Atlanta Falcons. I'm sorry, this Atlanta Rams coaching staff because this is the Rams coaching staff. This is the Rams defense. This is the Rams offense, especially passing game. And you put Fields in the hands of Zach Robinson. You're going to see Matthew Stafford production, but with a lot of running, obviously. You're going to see Puka Nakua slash Cooper Cup in Drake London. You're going to see them. I'm sure they want to use the eight pick on Adunze. I think they're going to do everything in their power not to give up the eight overall pick. But at the end of the day, they have enough weapons. They don't even need to add Adunze as much as they need to add fields. So push comes to shove. It all comes down. It doesn't matter what Bob thinks in the comments or keyboard Caleb or whatever what matters is what's the market and if the market commands a first rounder because Denver's willing to give up the 12 pick well then you've got to give up the 8 pick even if you're giving getting a second rounder back or something like I said an 8 to a second yeah. rounder is a move down it's not necessarily a full surrender of a first round pick if you've got to do that you've got to do it if LV will give up the 13 overall for Fields, if Denver will give up the 12, if New Orleans will give up the 14, if Seattle will give up the 16, if the Dolphin or if the Miami, uh, the Minnesota Vikings will give up the 11, then you can't just sit here and go, "Hey, we'll give up two second rounders." You have to give up what you have to give up depending on the market. It doesn't matter what any watcher, Monday morning quarterback analyst, or uh, a viewer thinks it doesn't it matters what the market is just like i said and it's very much a housing like a housing market if a house is worth four hundred thousand dollars but the housing market is a, a a seller's market and there's one house going up for sale at four hundred thousand dollars in a certain neighborhood and there's 500 people willing to buy it then guess what's going to happen to that four hundred thousand dollar house? It's not going to go for four hundred. Even if the person listed it wrong at three fifty, it's going for four fifty, four seventy five, because there's going to be a bidding war for it. Like so, supply and demand. It's it's a thing that runs everything. It runs everything in life. Supply and demand on on the quarterback right now. Finish him. 
Call I'm just in grooves, and Denny, you're disturbing it. Uh, nine nine one three caller nine one three caller. What is your name, and where are you calling from? Kansas, Zach Zach Samatis. Yep. Okay, that's a that's a mouth. Zach yeah, Samatis. I tried to call earlier, but my phone died, so that's why I was calling back. Okay, Zach from Kansas. What can I do for you, Zach? Awesome. Okay, so I, I got a quick question for you. So you're an Arizona fan, right? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm an Arizona. I am a Cardinal fan. I'm in Arizona. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I'm a Kansas City fan, and I was curious. What would it take for the Chiefs to get up in the top 10? So we have, what, a 33 or 32, 32. overall? Yep. 32? Okay. So do you think packaging a 32 overall with Snead could get you in the top 10? That's that's tough to say. I don't I don't know. I don't think might take a little more, but I don't, yeah, I don't think. Right. I don't think so. It's tough. I, I think Maybe that's fair, right? More. I think you could do it. Ziggy, well, show me the front so door. You're talking about the Bears right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that's tough to say. Talking about the Bears, what? You talking about the Bears right now and what they're going to do with the first? Um, yeah, we're talking about that, Bears but but you're you're asking about the Kansas City Chiefs getting in the top ten, though. Isn't that what you want to talk about? Exactly. Well, so the Bears got the ninth pick overall. Ziggy off. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. So the Bears got the ninth pick overall, right? Yes. So why not? Something went wrong. They need help on the offensive line. Why not just trade the ninth pick, draft Caleb, get some draft capital for Fields, and then fix all these other holes that you have on defense, on the offensive line, and then be a contender? Yeah. Shadow became a member. Appreciate you, Shadow. So, what, what's your question, bro? I'm, I'm, what, I'm what's your question? Uh, 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 you know what? You say Ron stuff all the way, and I'm with Smitty. I love Smitty. Smitty's just like, yeah, yeah. But if you absolutely listen to what he's saying, it's all wrong. But uh, yeah, yeah. How about? Danny's just mad at me because I keep hanging. He's just He's just saying he's just mad at me because I keep hanging up on him. But Denny, you're not you're not like you're not a you're not applying you're not applying the common courtesy though when you get on the phone line to wait and you just you're you're, you're making sounds and interrupting as hard when you're in a rant. So like just so like just so you know, I'll I'll stop adding you to the phone line and the fashion that I'm adding you right now, like you call in, I add you while people are talking or while I'm talking. And if you don't know how to interact in that, that mode, I probably will just let it ring. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to do that. I don't want you to think I'm ignoring you, but you've got it. You've got to, you got to behave, you know, and mingle with the phone line properly. Or I can't, I can't put you on the phone line like that. You know what I mean? I'll have to wait until I have no callers. And when you call in, I can answer the phone. But if you want to be in on the rotation, you got to play by the rules, bro. Otherwise, I got to keep hanging up on you over and over. I know it's making you mad, but you got you got to play within the rules, my pal. Uh, James dropping a five gifted memberships. Okay, Appreciate you, you. Yeah, go ahead, Denny. Are you done yelling at me? To the moon. I, I'm trying to be done yelling at you, but you're not listening to me today. But go ahead. I just want to get down what this person just said 
and let's just go with the first thing he said and let's break it down. <laughs> what did this guy just say? Smith. He he said he wanted to know how the KC Chiefs could move up into the top ten. But then I didn't quite understand where he's going because then he said, Aren't you talking about the Bears? And so I don't know I don't know why you went in that direction. So what were you saying about that, Zach? You want the Bears nine pick. Okay. What's up? Yeah, you want the Bears nine pick using the thirty two and Sneed, you're saying. Okay. Yeah, well I was thinking the Bears and the Cardinals kinda have a bunch of holes. So honestly either one if it's possible. And I wanted to see how reasonable you think that might be. Yeah, I don't know. Thirty-two to to nine, so big, big leap. Well, you think you got to throw something else in there? Like, uh, tough to know. Tough to know. To be honest, I could see it happening, but I could also see it requiring like another pick. Okay. But I don't. I mean, that's tough. The nine pick is. I mean, you're talking about that could be Bowers, Neighbors, Adunze. Um, could be Bo Nix. Could be Penix Jr. Could be. Could be a handful of players that you know neighbors could fall, but he probably won't. Like th- that, that's a really, really strong pick. I don't know. I don't, I don't know if Sneed's going to command that. I it, you think you you think he would, but I don't think he would. Tough to say. Tough to say. Uh, but I don't think that's I don't think that's enough. What? Yes, Denny. Thank you for waiting, Denny. I did. Did I do good? Well, yeah, but well, why am I wrong about everything? Go ahead and explain. That's what Zach was asking you to explain yourself. Are you just mad at me, or am I really wrong about everything? Go ahead. The floor is yours. Okay. It's my I'm not saying that. No, I'm the one getting I'm thinking about panics. No. Why am I the one getting tea back there? I really don't like this. I feel like it's all right. I forgive myself, but no, I panic is gonna be all right. Is this is this this Joey B on the phone? What are you? What are we doing here? Over the guy guy over there. You know the guy. Denny. 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 Go ahead. Let's start over. But Denny, do you know what I'm saying? When you call in, you have to be quiet until I'm ready to to introduce you into the conversation or otherwise why would i add you if you're gonna just interrupt what i'm saying you know what i mean so just think about that when i add you and i'm talking just wait that's all i'm asking otherwise you wouldn't be yelled at at all today but i had to hang up on you four times because like in the middle of of talking i'd add you because i'm like i I love denny and i see denny calling and i'm like you know what i don't want to ignore i don't want to ignore this call i love seeing this call i love seeing denny's name name come over the screen but like every time i add you i gotta hang up on you Okay, so Denny, tell me, tell me why I'm wrong, or tell me, tell me what you think is going to happen. I'm not mad at you. I like, I like when you tell me the truth. That's what I like with my family. You know yeah. What I, mean? I kinda, I'm only thinking about the pain, the Patriots. You know that, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, I just really care about the Patriots. Hey yeah, Denny, have you heard have you heard your twenty dollar hauler song? No. Okay, wow, right. Yeah, you you want to hear it? Whenever anybody does, this is how much we love you. You you don't think you're loved on this show? When anybody drops a twenty dollar hauler, they have the they have the ability to request this song to be played. All right, ready? All right, all right. 
<laughs> that you know, do you do you remember singing that or no? <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of do. Ah, uh, sometimes uh, that's uh, oh, Do you want to do you want to redo it, Denny? No. <laughs> I love it. You didn't. You had no. You had no idea you dropped those bars, did you? You have no memory of that. Oh yeah, I do, I do, I do, but uh-huh. I, I do know I was saying. Uh, Is yeah. Have you ever seen Wolf of Wall Street? Uh, have you ever seen Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. yeah you know, you know I how Le- you, you know how Leonardo DiCaprio says he drove home all perfect, and he that's how he got home, and the, and then they show the car yeah. demolished, and then they show what really yeah. happened. I think that's probably when you were yeah. singing it. You're like, this is a jam. And then when you heard it back, it was like it was like Leo realizing that he had crashed into everything on the yeah, way home and just yeah. thought. This how he feels about it and then this reality. I think you got a, I think you got the voice of an angel. I think you're the songbird of your generation and I disagree with you. <laughs> I think you have a good voice. I do like when you sing that song with you and that prick. I love that. <laughs> that, that, that what? <laughs> well, you did that one, man. Uh, one more try. Did you see that, that, that prick? Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. No, when you said one more try... Let me put my arms around you one more try. But you, it's made you fun. Thanks, Denny. Hey, Denny, Denny, I got to go. Appreciate you. Appreciate I'm, I'm not hanging up on just you. I'm hanging up on everybody one at a time. So, Denny, appreciate you calling back in. You're my boy. Don't get mad. Appreciate you. Later. Go, go, go sleep it off. Appreciate you. <laughs> One more try. Let me put my arms around you. Uh-huh. <laughs> One more try. Smitty tries to dare with Denny. One more time. Uh, Smitty gets the be- Love Smitty. In my butt. All right, later, Denny. All right, later, Denny. All right, hey, Zach, Zach any, any follow-up, Zach? Anything else? Final thoughts. I got, a, I got a recommendation real quick before we go. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think about a debate, fantasy football-wise, between you and Nick Merckx? I don't even know who that is, bro. And and we don't and we don't uh, we don't we don't drop names on the channel. Trying to get finish him. Call terminate. I don't even, I don't even know who that is anyway. Uh, I don't I don't uh, I don't necessarily need to bring anyone else on my show, bro. The uh, bolt. Final thoughts. Everybody drop the X emoji. Uh, Everybody drop I'm... the X emoji in the chat. X emoji hung up. Boom. He's gone. The bolt. Final thoughts. Uh, 
not not much. Just you know, with all the Justin Justin Fields news, it's it's going to bring up a lot of questions. So uh, I believe. I hope Poles does do him right. He gets him in a good spot. Uh, Atlanta first, Manager second, Seattle third. You know, but uh, I think the Patriots are in a real good spot there too. Yeah, Patriots. Try to get him and keep the third. The Patriots just need to make the right moves around May if they if they bring May in. I don't I don't mind it. I like Drake May. I like Drake May. I, he's not my number one quarterback. I do like him though. In the right spot, he could be he could be pretty good. He could be pretty so, damn good. Let me ask you that. So, if the Patriots draft, draft like, say, Jake, Drake May and Leggett's still, still there in the second round, and I believe they still have a high-end second-round pick, I think that pretty pretty stout game, Drake May and then Leggett. You know, you get yeah, your, your big, I, your I big uh, wide receiver. Yeah, I love it. I love I love Leggett. All right, bro. Appreciate you. Later. I, I think the Patriots are a good spot. Nah. Yeah. Yep. All right, later, DeBalt. Appreciate you. All right, Travis, final thoughts? Um, I think we covered it. It'd just be interesting to see uh, what these teams like the Vikings and the Broncos and all them end up doing and how much they're willing to give up, how much they're willing to give up and move up that high, too. You know? yep. Every once in a while, you do see someone, you know, just over the... Um, with the Eagles with Wentz that moved, that gave up a ton to move up, and every once in a while you see these, these teams that just give up a boatload. So yeah, sometimes teams get tempted. So you never know. But yes, sir. That's all I got, though. All right, Travis, appreciate Talk you, bro. You later. later. Bye. All right, uh, guys, I'm out of here. Appreciate you all. Um, it's been fun. A lot of news we covered. Good phone callers. Denny coming in, serenading, singing. Being an absolute uh, angel and songbird of his generation. I'll see you all later. Appreciate you. Uh, where's what, what are we hitting here? JJ Adams. We don't have anything for that. What do we have? What animations do we have for these guys? I don't know. Let's just hit the one the one we know and love so much. But the continuum of the gigawatt component structure of Jameer Gibbs's workload divide has a megawatt offload that if you compartmentalize the component conjunction timekeeper and you flux capacitor out the continuum component megabolt, things just end up happening. And that's why Jameer Gibbs is a top five to ten round. Got him. Guys, thanks. I'm live Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday. Also, though, just real quickly, I'll be live tonight either on Rumble or the Dynasty channel or hopefully both. So we'll we'll go ahead and uh, we'll go ahead and potentially be live on both. Make sure you're following. Um, look down in the description of the video and uh, hit those links. Make sure you're subscribed to the Dynasty channel, which is youtube.com slash dynasty fantasy football. Uh, this is the Fantasy Football Show, youtube.com slash the Fantasy Football Show, and then rumbles, rumble.com slash the Fantasy Football Show. See you all later. Appreciate you.
Thanks for my super chatters. Appreciate Matt dropping the super earlier. Uh, appreciate the gifted memberships by... Who is, who is that, the gifted memberships? Gifted. Uh, James Hunter dropping five gifted memberships, you monster. Thank you, James. Thank you, Matt. Thanks to my mods. See you on the Dynasty channel tonight. And maybe Rumble.